0: Welcome to Deep Shift, a show exploring the vibrant new future of a planet awakening. Welcome everyone to another episode of Deep Shift. I'm Michael Armstrong and my guest today is Lizzie Locke. Lizzie is a powerful teacher, guide, and oracle blessed with highly advanced intuitive abilities. She excelled in careers as a professional model, stand-up comedian performing at the world-famous comedy store, which I've been to, fun place, and a Hollywood screenwriter. As an entrepreneur, she has been a luxury art dealer, a tea company owner, and now a spiritual mentor. Lizzie specializes in unlocking creativity, healing trauma, aligning individuals to their sole purpose, which is super cool. After having her eyesight permanently healed by a healer, Lizzie began a healing journey, traveling the world and learning from many masters. Lizzie does deep one-on-one and group work with individuals who are ready to step into the next evolution of who they truly are aligned to be. Wow, Lizzie Locke, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Michael. It's an honor to be here.
0: Quite the repertoire of what you've done in life. I'm curious about all of it. And also, I wanna note that the reason why I know you is because you were dating one of my good friends, Michael. Yes. And recently you mentioned that it felt as though it came to a completion. Mm -hmm. And so here you are now. And I love talking about the new paradigm of relationships, what that means, our society has, if you watch TV shows and movies, it, it really labels it as you're meant to feel jealous, you're meant to get angry at this person, And you're meant to feel awkward if you ever see them like out in public. That's kind of what's been programmed for so long. Old paradigm stuff. Um, So I would love for you just to speak to what the new paradigm looks like in relationships. Yeah. And when relationships come to an end.
1: Yeah. I think the way that relationships are held is shifting and going to continue to shift. Whereas when someone comes into your life, it's there's the potentiality to hold it as, hey, we're together now and we're here to help each other with our expansion and with our growth. And that's the reason why we're together and to be with the highest unfoldment, especially when one is committed to the path of their soul and to a deeper path. And they're not here to just play out stories that have been played over and over. It's seeing each relationship, whether it's romantic or not, as an opportunity for growth, for expansion, for connection, um, for all the beauty that will unfold in that relationship while also fully honoring one's own sovereignty and the other person's sovereignty and seeing that if something is of the highest alignment for one person, then it. Is of the highest alignment for the other person and really being able to dance in that way helps to create the new narrative.
0: And what does that look like in terms of as a relationship's coming to an end? Because I think so many people are familiar with like breakups where it's like a lot of fighting and a lot of anger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what is it what does it look like from your perspective?
1: Yeah, from my perspective, it's it's a deep honoring of the other person and of each individual's choice. And, you know, it doesn't have to be messy or any of that. I think that messiness comes on when people hold on to something that it might be time for them to let go of, but there's certain emotional attachments or they have links into each other's Pain bodies, which is where they're getting connection or where they're getting energy from like we can go into some deep specifics around that. But when people can come into their own and their own sovereignty and not hold on to something because they're afraid of being alone or they're oftentimes humans are addicted to the feeling of relationship. They're addicted in their body to what it's like to feel held or to cuddle with someone or all the chemicals that come in relationship. A lot of times people are even more attached to those feelings than even the person. And so there's this holding on that, makes the other person responsible for their well-being in any way, shape, or form versus seeing, you know, what I found even in my last relationship, like the moment I knew it was time to complete, I completed. I didn't, I didn't wait. I didn't skip a beat because I knew if I had like the universe might conspire in a way to make that more obvious. And so in the act of listening and staying true, it gets to be much more easy and much more graceful and, and in fact, beautiful in the honoring and the reverence of each individual's journey and the journey that two individuals take together by going so deep into, into union.
0: Yeah, I, it's this, this is a topic that I, am, I absolutely love and I could, I could talk about this forever because I think it's so important. Relationships are everything, you know, a relationship with ourselves, with others. Like that's kind of what life is all about. And um, yeah, we've got some really fun things to talk about that, that we you and I have chatted about. Um, but just to, just to kind of add in, in, in uh, the realm of relationships, my, yeah, previously you talked about how it's, it's easy to, to not end it when it's, ready to end Um, and I've experienced that in the past with past relationships where I felt as though it was towards the end but I didn't say anything out of kind of like a fear of I don't even know how to bring this up I don't want to hurt their feelings what if they don't feel the same way and then it kind of slowly snowballs into fighting into like almost resenting each other without ever saying any words and then it comes out and kind of leaks out in um, different sorts of ways And that was kind of my MO to to allow it to like deteriorate to the point where like, we would be like, we need to talk like, this is not working. And the past couple relationships that I've been in, I was after I've done a lot of spiritual growth work, a lot of personal growth work. And both of us are on a very similar page of like what it means to be uh, in a conscious relationship where we honor each other. And they were the first relationships where when we separated, it was in so much love. Mm-hmm. I call it separating in love. And people are like, oh, you guys broke up, I'm sorry. I'm like, now we fixed up, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, it's we. They ended with us just sharing what we appreciated about each other. Mm-hmm. And I realized that when relationships get to an end like that, it's felt mutually whether it's conscious or not. It, there's this mutual kind of feeling of, okay, it's time to, we've learned all the lessons, we've gained everything we need. And it's time to, it's time to move on and to yeah. have those conversations. I think it's just so powerful. And I love hearing when people have um, separated consciously when the two soul journeys have, have reached some form of completion.
1: Yeah. The, the end of, of our, um, my last relationship was we did a letting go ceremony and we walked to a a forest where we always walked and we had even led clients there in the past. and, And we were going to walk to the river and do like a letting go completion ceremony. And on the path to the river that we had walked many times when we got there, the path was completely covered in grass. You couldn't get through anymore. And then we were like, let's try another path. And so we Mm -hmm. searched for another path and a giant tree had fallen on that path. And it was just like. The little wink from the universe, like now is time, and so we we stopped there and we threw through some rocks that we had collected and just thanked each other and like released like cords and attachments, and we're just able to like let go in that space, which was just was just beautiful. And we walk out and see like the beautiful sunset, and it was just like, okay, it's time to keep walking on our soul journeys in oh, full honor, yeah. So it can be beautiful.
0: <laughs> yes, it can be beautiful. And there, there can be those moments of sadness where you almost miss the other person, but if it's if everything's done with love, you're you'll always be in love with that person. You just aren't romantic, you know? You yeah. can always be friends with that person. You just don't have that sexual romance, you yeah. know? And, and and you move on, but you always have that like I call them best friends. Anyone I've dated is like my best friend. And when those feelings of sadness or like loneliness or missing the person come in, all you gotta do is tune into the love that you have for them and realize you can reach out to them at any point. You can even say, "Hey, I missed you," um, just coming from a nice, genuine place, or "Hey, I love you," coming from a nice, genuine place. And all those feelings just melt away.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love that you guys did a ceremony like that to to like share this completion journey. I just, it's so next level, so new paradigm. And I'm all about that. Uh, curious your thoughts on what's happening on the planet right now, because it's a kind of extravagant time to be alive with the pandemic the virus, the quarantine, everyone's staying inside for, I don't know, it's been like maybe 70 days now.
1: It is. Yeah. I, there's, there's a lot happening on the planet right now and For myself, I I tend to hold a much more macro perspective around everything that's occurring and kind of zooming out and just looking at the greater picture of what's happening and what's transforming and what is working itself out on the planet right now, even between humans. If you think of like an individual human has all these internal conflicts that they get to work through before they come more into themselves and they work through all these internal conflicts. So I see a lot of humans with each other working through a lot of internal conflicts right now. And the beauty in that is the potentiality to repattern our society, repattern Repattern different operating systems the way that we function in business the way that you know people are coming into a place where they're where they're questioning things when instead of just taking things in blindly like there there's an opportunity right now for each individual to cultivate his or own own discernment own filtration system to see you know there's all this information out there. There's all this stuff going on, but what's true for me? What's actually true for me? And actually what's relevant for me in my life right now to show up in my highest, because ultimately that's going to have the greatest ripple effect in the collective. And so I think that opportunity to go within and for each individual to look at what's true for them. And many people will play different roles and different voices and bring different information forward. And it's, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful dance of unraveling and releasing and seeing and moving through all these layers to come like to transform as, as a species to heal our planet, to give, earth some time to rest and not be stomped on all the time like there's there's so much beautiful potentiality here and there's so much shifting that's already been happening by people getting to really look deeper and see what's what's true so it's a it's a big time in our collective history a lot is it's a very beautiful time to be alive
0: yeah, it really is. There's, there's an excitement in the air. Um, there's a recognition for um, a lot of the difficulties that are happening and a lot of respect for people who are going through some very difficult times. Um, and along with that, there is this excitement of we're stepping into a new age. And in this new age, we are going to shift in a way that is more beneficial for the planet, more beneficial for Mother Earth and for ourselves. And our souls and um, I always tell people that right now is an amazing time to to create yes and there's an amazing opportunity right now for people to shine as a lot of people are living in fear have you have you felt that too like this kind of like shift in um this like creative aspect of maybe like ways in which we can we can Uh, shine what's what's inside outward
1: yeah this is such a perfect time for that you know there's so many people out there and probably so many people listening to this right now who have you know so much gold so much so many codes within themselves that simply need the time and space to begin to come forward and that might be through creating in whatever form it might be designing, inventing, uh, creating art, you know, whatever that is for each individual, you know, really finding what their, the rhythm of their soul and how that wants to dance in the world and in this space, like we're creator beings, like, and when not consumed by, by fear, there's an infinite supply to create from. So yeah, I feel this time is, so ripe for creation.
0: Yes, agreed. <laughs> so let's, let's go deep. Let's go deep. Uh, you and I were talking about DNA. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned some aspects of uh, Lyran DNA and, and upgrades. And uh, it sounded fascinating, but I wanted to save it for this conversation that we had. Um, Could you just give like an overview of, of what that means to the people who are listening
1: yeah sure so you know as we evolve as a species our dna is going to evolve as well and you know for myself um i'm very cosmically connected and communicate on a cosmic level with with different beings that come through when they come through that are aligned to my my particular soul thread that are, are relevant um, and you know first i 'll say this is like the patterns and the programs that we see in culture throughout our life and before we 've lived through our ancestors run run very, very deep, and for those who resonate with being a cycle breaker and breaking those cycles and repatterning within themselves, there is an opportunity to within your own DNA, shift that and up-level your operating system. You know, people talk about 3D to 5D or 5D to 9D and being able to be more in touch with the multidimensional beings that we actually are. And what, you know, for myself, I'll share a recent experience because this goes beyond myself. Um, For those who are connected into galactic beings, I w- I had um, visitors a couple nights and they were, you know, it was really intense and I couldn't sleep. And then I found out that the, the Lirans were visiting me and a dear sister of mine, Saphira Starsong, we went into a session space together and um, the Lirans came through and I was like, it was like a co- healing process where because I do energy healing myself and I clairvoyantly see energy and what's going on so I was able to like look in with the Lirans present with their energy present and they like laid me out on this crystal crystal table etherically and just like basically like pulled out like all my DNA strands and we're looking And they asked me, they were like, which strand? And then I was like, okay, let's go to the 12th strand. And they were like, okay. And they zoomed in on the 12th strand and they were like, all right, I see there's like a, you know, a a broken mother piece that has to do with like being a good companion. So there was like a piece of my DNA that was broken and in broken meaning unconscious and unconscious meaning operating more on memory versus being consciously alive. And we were able to go in and basically put in new geometries into the places of the DNA that were broken or fractured and like upgrade it. And I could feel it viscerally. It was almost like bringing in new geometries and then like seeing how they like settled in the system. Like it almost felt like heart surgery, like, okay, I hope this organ fits, Um, but it, it, but it would just, they just settled in these new geometries and I could see them coming in and landing. And there was a huge shift in myself and even in um, for me, they shared it was anchoring in my my 90 multi multidimensional awareness. Um, so I you know, I already see beings and see energy fields, but it the subtle shifts in being able to just connect in multidimensionally as as it feels or as it feels aligned and and true, um, were were very profound and very noticeable after that and what it really made me realize was how deep some of this programming goes like it can turn off parts like it can make parts of our our dna unconscious which when i feel into that feels like what puts people on a loop like a feedback loop playing out the same patterns or the same stories because they're they're their DNA is literally unconscious and just living off of memory. And so they're on a feedback loop essentially until one becomes conscious and, and awakens. And again, I think this can happen in a lot of different ways. You can go directly into the DNA. You can have sound light language activations that can also affect it. Like you can have a great epiphany and that can affect your DNA. Like there's multiple ways to shift your DNA, um but yeah for me it was just a greater reminder of some of these programs are really deep and as a human coming into their sovereign divinity you know we have the power to to shift that by by becoming aware of ourselves
0: yeah that's it's, it's really well put, and I find the, the idea, the concept of extraterrestrials and the, the, the idea that we're all like, that they're here, they're in communication with humans right now, mm-hmm. is for me, is like pretty normal at this point. Like, that's just in my brain, it's like, yeah, that, that I have so many friends who ch- have channeled ETs or who have, you know, had experiences that it's, it's like, that's my normal world, very mm-hmm. normal. Um, however, for 99.9% of the population, it's not normal. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's foreign. <laughs> and it's, from what I've gathered, a little bit, like, frightening. hmm Um, like, I, I met this person online who was talking about a certain, um, walk-in experience with an ET who's now, like, essentially, like, the person is, is, is the ET, on a soul agreement, this, this was, this was made, and it happened, Mm -hmm. and my, I I was telling my friends about it, and this one friend was, like, I don't even want to think about, like, I don't want my reality to, like, like, I want my, it was almost like reality was fragile, Mm -hmm. and she didn't want to have to think about anything like that, because it was a little bit scary.
1: Yeah, it is scary, as those constructs you know, break. And for for anyone listening, if anything about what I said did not resonate or land, just let it go. Like, honestly, um, you, I feel like awakening and all of this is on an as need to know basis. And you'll know what you need to know when you need to know it. And reality is vast. And there's many layers out there. And I myself, I've had, you know, I don't, believe in ETs purely on faith. Like, I I can't say that. Like, I've literally seen ships in front of me a hundred yards away and they've put on grandiose light shows for me and I've seen UFOs and I've had, I see beings that look like ETs. So like my direct experience has even made me be able to have it so normalized and had I not had those experiences, I don't know where I'd be at. So, for anyone who doesn't believe, I think that's beautiful um, because it's all opening up in 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 its own time, and it can be scary to have everything that you know shatter and have those constructs shatter. Um, until it happens again and again, and then it's just like, okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's it's important to be open to the idea of those constructs shattering because that's what's gonna be happening more and more often as this world progresses. A lot of things will, a lot of old systems will break down, and we have to be, I always call it falling in love with impermanence because impermanence is one of the only constants in the universe. So if we fall in love with change, we'll be in love forever. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to happen. That's what we're going to be experiencing, whether it's a shift in our financial system or, you know, a shift in governance or a shift in how education works. Like, it's all it's all going to happen. It's all unfolding right now. Um, or ET contact. Like, the, the idea that us humans on this tiny little planet in the middle of this huge galaxy and huge universe are not the only ones, which is pretty obvious that we're not the only ones it makes no sense for us to be the only ones on this planet or in this universe and just to have the idea of being open to that because um from what i've gathered with all my research from everyone i've talked to everyone who talks about ets and channels different uh, higher intelligent beings um for the most part like 99 it's they're, they're in it to help us yes they're, they're in it for the, the betterment of humanity, and they're kind of looking over us like parents, like loving parents who, who are seeing their children go through puberty, you know, or graduate high school. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know? absolutely.
0: We're about to go out on our own, and they're yeah, yeah. <laughs> just watching over us to make yeah. sure things are going well. Yeah. And it seems, like are, it seems like things are going well. And that's one of the things that, that I'm curious your thoughts on. Um, ha, like right now, do you feel more positive? Like, I feel like what's happening right now, there's a lot of positive, there's a lot of positive change that's happening. Um, but some people are kind of stuck in like a, a loop of like, it's negative. Like they just want things to go back to normal as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could yeah. speak to that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, full compassion. I know it's not easy for a lot of people. I know some people have been losing their jobs or losing loved ones or, you know like full compassion for the human heart and the human experience through that and and those parts not being easy like like full heart full compassion full love and also with that with the impermanence like you know this this will pass as it always does and this is also a choice point for humans to choose to continue in those fear-based feedback loops or even engage in like energetic war or to step forward and create and shine and play and be the way showers through the embodiment, through the living, through being in themselves and their truth. And the only difference between people living out each of those narratives is their is there personal choice because we as humans live in a free will world where our choice is very powerful and, you know, the beings who are very light and true, they do not influence you in your choice. They do not get in the way of your choice. They allow you to have the full experience that you choose Um, Because there's so much growth in that. There's so much learning in that. There's so much beauty in that. Um, So, you know, remembering that you are a powerful being. There are certain things that you can't control and letting go of that. Um, And remembering that you always have a choice around yourself and, you know, how you choose to respond to what's coming up. Are you choosing to learn and grow or are you choosing to go back into defeat and the victim, you know, mentality?
0: Yeah. It's like the whole old paradigm, new paradigm. Yeah. Old paradigm is being a victim to everything, like giving into fear. New paradigm is that play. It's fun. It's creation. It's the new earth. It's what, what do we want to create? What What's most exciting for us? Mm-hmm. Uh, because that is, yeah, that's where we're headed.
1: And one more, one more note on that is, you know on earth like it's it's dense here and because of that the ripple effect that we actually have throughout all of the cosmos is profound we're not separate from when you make a choice in yourself and for humanity and for the earth like that affects all of life and that is also felt by our cosmic brothers and sisters. So yeah, I just felt to speak to that.
0: Yeah. And how, how can people, uh, from your, from your perspective, uh, if people are, are listening to this and maybe they feel like a little bit stuck or, you know, maybe a little bit down because of the isolation. Um, how, how, how can people step into their, their full, fully embodied self, their limitless self?
1: hmm Yeah, I would say, you know, take the time, take the space to unplug, unplug from technology, unplug from, you know, people around you. If you can, you know, connect into nature, put your feet on the grass, like connect to a tree and, and be with yourself, like genuinely be with yourself and be the witness to yourself and what's true for you. Because. In that place of stillness, you shall see more of yourself, more of your truth, more of your beingness. And if you're simply connecting into thoughts and judgments and ideas of others or on social media all day or this or that, it's going to be more difficult to connect in with yourself. So physically and energetically unplug and give yourself that space because in that space you will have space to step into more of yourself with your intent and with your choice.
0: Last night I was in a, in a mode like that where I was just feeling like the need to unplug and so I took a bath, filled a bath with some Epsom salt and just had like a little dim light and it was, it was perfect. It was just what I needed to reconnect And just like be with myself, tune into my higher self and allow anything that I needed to come in and any like sort of transmissions. Lately, it's been feeling like transmissions coming, you know, where if I still my mind and I ask a question, I just get answers. And I've done this by writing, where I'll ask a question while I'm writing, and then I'll write whatever answer comes. And it's remarkable, the guidance that comes through. Mm-hmm. speaking, I'll, I'll speak it, I'll have a recorder and just start speaking to it. Um, so I think this is something that a lot of people can can tap into and can tune into. Just... Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Just feeling into like your heart and your place of center and getting into that centered space and, and choosing like I connect with my, my. you can label it whatever you want, my higher self or my soul thread if you want that and then like bringing it through um, and then eventually it gets to the place where it's just, it's naturally just coming through in that way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Have Have you received any, any interesting transmissions lately?
1: Oh man. Um, I live so non-linearly a lot happens in a day.
0: <laughs> <I know. laughs> Each day is, is fantastic. I, I can, I can, I can share, I can share one that, that came in for me recently. Yeah. Actually which was the power of grounding into the earth and while grounding, instilling your values into the ground. So you essentially create a solid foundation, it's like a root chakra foundation of not only the earth and the energy of the, the healing earth has, but my own values and kind of creating this crystalline foundation to from which to build upward.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: that that just randomly just popped in my, in my mind one,
1: one mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. Right,
0: yeah. It was fantastic. And so I, I, you know, communicated with my higher selves, the beings that be, that totally opened for more of that because that was a lot of fun.
1: Yes, yes. There's, there's a lot there.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. It's kind of like a 5D way of thinking, like a fifth dimensional sort of outside of time and space way of thinking, like with... Um, Dolores Cannon and some of the people who, Dr. Michael Newton, and some of those authors who wrote books on past-life regression hypnotherapy, when the subconscious mind is able to go into a state where it knows more than the conscious mind, when it starts to speak from an infinite intelligence, mm-hmm. it travels through time and it can speak with a future self. And I, I found that to be one of the trippiest things where she would be talking with someone and they would be having a conversation with themselves, mm-hmm. but in the past. Mm-hmm. And it was the, the past version of themselves. They were just like daydreaming, and all of a sudden they got this, you know, oh, it's idea. But it was during the session that, in the future, like in the present future, that they, their mind was connected to their past self to like mm-hmm. give them knowledge mm-hmm. and information. I thought that was so cool.
1: Yeah, it it works. I do that work with my clients, actually, and like take them in and they connect in with, with different aspects in different times. And there's the potency of the information that comes through, be it from the pu- future or, you know, a- evolving or healing something from the past is is very powerful. And like every time it's like just so unique to that that individual. Like it's we can, we're, we're, you know, we experience time in this linear way, but it's also happening simultaneously. So you can pull through from past, future, from other, from other lives. Like for me, a lot of my gifts turned on because I just started remembering that I knew how to do all these things. Like I would go, I went into, I started like, All of a sudden I just started feeling energy fields and like, I'd be like out with friends and I'd be like, yo, can I get that? Like, do, 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 do. And they would be like, sure. Um, And then as more stuff came on, I just got like vivid memories of past lives as a healer, as a priestess, like in all these temples. And, and I was just like, oh, I know how to do this. And then I like could just, it was like, I could just take all this wisdom and knowledge and like mastery that I've cultivated over many lifetimes and pull through what was relevant, aligned, helpful, and necessary to this time and leave the rest in their proper time and space. And in doing so, it was like the, the knowing and the remembrance of all of these gifts just turned on essentially because they were already there. And I think for each individual, you know, they have masteries and gifts that they've developed and cultivated in different times. And if it's aligned, you know, you can connect with those parts of yourself.
0: Yeah. The, the, I love the idea of past lives, past timelines and tuning into those because this time, this timeline, this life, like this lifetime is so significant. Like being here, being alive, being in the now is such a significant moment. You know, I, I think most people would recognize that the, the fact we're even alive on this planet is quite amazing.
1: It's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool
0: to be breathing on a, a ball in space and to have a lifetime on this ball in space is crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. such a...
0: Gift. We get to look up and see the moon at night, which is just another ball floating in space. And,
1: is, yeah. Right? And in this life,
0: we're able to learn and grow and evolve as a soul. And then that more like fifth dimensional thinking, which is outside of time and space, we get to realize that our soul has had many of these experiences, whether it's on Earth or on a different planet or a different dimension, Like this reality goes so deep (laughs) and to then consciously tune in and just like kind of say to yourself, because of free will, like you have to invite in, I would love to connect with previous lifetimes and gain all the gifts, all that like wisdom and everything that I I spent lifetimes trying to master. I would love to bring all that in and utilize it in this lifetime. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. it's fun and with all of that too right it's like what i've found in exploring past lives and and doing deep you know having deep memories of past lives you know whether they were mine or transpersonal doesn't matter but like deep memories of like getting hung and all of that and then like feeling myself moving those things through my own body and like healing Mm -hmm. healing those things and then feeling more liberated each time and simultaneously, what I do want to say around all of the past life stuff is, one, like, I don't attach too much into it. Like, the, the experiences come up when they're relevant and necessary and there's pieces or keys in them. And then for myself, I completely let them go after that. Like, I'm not holding on to, yo, I was this person here and this person here. and da, 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 da. It's like the pieces that are relevant because this time and space is why we're here, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so there's a merging and a dance in the remembrance of connecting to our multidimensionality and simultaneously, like you were speaking to, the potency of being here in reality that is so vast and so multidimensional, like to have a moment that's so slow and so deep is profound (laughs) to really be here in each moment in an ever-changing landscape of reality is profound yeah there's like you know and I say that like you know the past life stuff is really helpful but I also put a awareness around Not having it be a distraction or even going to a past life to grab a superpower to like, like feed the ego versus about like what's actually aligned and what's actually true and what's actually relevant and what's here now because that's cool. (laughs)
0: Yeah, And everyone wants to go to a past life where they find out they were a king or a rock star.
1: (laughs) And where did those even ideals come from, right? From media and programming that make you think that that's better than, you know, working in the bakery and like having, you you know what I mean? Like there's no better or worse, but that's been just programmed into us.
0: And I think it's important to, to when, when you talk about how to like almost not get stuck in the past, it reminds me of like the like high school, you know, superstar football player who like for the rest of his life is like, and like in the past, you should have seen me. I caught that, you know, and like, always talking about high school yeah. <laughs> as, as they have like a family and kids. It's and like it's what's yeah. their family and kids, like that's what's most important. The now, the, the experience they have now. And, yeah. and then what they could do is take what helped them become a superstar as a football player in high school and take that same energy and bring it into their family and like become a superstar amongst the family.
1: Absolutely. Because there's so many lessons and growth points that happen throughout our lives. So it's not to disregard the past, but for me, past in this life literally feel like past lives. Like I've lived probably 20 lives in this life and, and I don't, I'm a different, person than I was in all of those lives. Like my constructs are completely different. Like so many opera, my soul's the same. And there was the underlying energy that was always there as me. But in that, in not holding the past, like carrying all this weight of the past, whether it's trophies or baggage, either way, it's heavy, Um, (laughs) you know, and like being able to just leave the past in the past and be here with naturally all that you've gained from the past is in my experience just such a liberating feeling and exper- way to experience reality.
0: Yeah, indeed, indeed. So what what how is your now? How is how is life right now? What are you what are you up to in New land?
1: Now is great. Um what am I up to I am a, f- a few different things um this this time in quarantine has been quite quite full in the best way um I am well I work with with individual clients and just go go deep with them into what's happening in their life and realigning their energetics and you know it can be healing from a past abusive relationship to stepping into a new career to everyone I work with is is so unique it doesn't even do justice to say an overarching theme because there's so many Um, and so I've been working deep with with clients and doing group mentorship as well and then personally I've also just been like I write a lot of poetry and I write a lot of like song lyrics and um, i I love to like just dance and do intuitive dance and, and, and a big energy under all of this for me has just been collaboration and dancing with other humans in whatever way is, is true. Um, so yeah, c- collaboration energy, like aligned collaboration has really like come on strong recently.
0: Yeah, I, I was talking with a friend about about that, and she was talking about the importance of like five people gathering creates this really unique energy. And she was talking about how like groups of five people should come together and share what's coming up for them, and kind of yeah, sort of bounce that the consciousness uh, off of each other. So I thought that was pretty cool. Also, dance, dance feels like like the theme of this quarantine.
1: It's is it yeah. A like, for me <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: there's so <laughs> many people like in their stories and their all, all this and like i even went on the, uh, udemy that where you can like buy courses for things and i bought a dance course because i've never learned how to dance i was like a middle school kid who would sit down and not dance um never really yeah never had that flow never never even really tried but i'm like now's the time
1: yeah <laughs> dance
0: so.
1: dance is fun and and with dance you don't have to be good at it like you could just there's a space there's even a soul space where you can dance through um and it's like it's like allowing your body to move you and allowing your body to be moved by by the rhythms and by the soul and it's it's intuitive but it's not like there's no right or wrong in it because there's infinite ways we can move our body infinite patterns um and so in, yeah. For for me, dance is very much just like a space to like intuitively move as like wildly, as weirdly, as terrible, as beautiful, <laughs> as wants to to express. Um. Yeah, I just I just danced in a in a for fun collaboration music video with the artist Jamin Van Dylan that's coming out next week called Let It Go. Um, nice. so just yeah, moving and letting So was that like
0: like over web webcam or like you like
1: you know, it was it was an experience of just creative flow of um you know, him sending me a song and then me just like and him being like, You wanna maybe dance to this? And then me just like playing <laughs> around and like doing like test videos and then all of a sudden that just became the music video. Um and it just, yeah, it just flowed through, like, really, for me, the way things tend to operate is, like, when they're aligned, they just occur, there's not much, like, editing in my life anymore, Um, doesn't mean everything's perfect, no, but (laughs) doesn't mean that it's true, and it comes out in its, you know, true form, yes, and with collaborations, when they're when they're aligned and they're true, I find they're just very easy. doesn't mean there's not challenges, but they, for the most part, there's so much energy behind them that it just, it just unfolds.
0: And the more you
1: dance like that, the more you dance like that, you know? Yeah, (laughs) totally. I totally know.
0: It, it, It reminds me recently of, of these like conversations that I was having where it was like, if, if, I don't share, I was talking to a friend, if I didn't share what was on my mind, she could sense it, that there was something on my mind. So then she's like, is there something that you're not sharing? And then I'd share it, and the more we shared, the more telepathic we got. Like, literally, our minds were connected. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, it it was like, so many different little things happened where it was just like, yeah, our, our minds started to connect. And I feel like humans are coming online to telepathy. And yeah,. There, <laughs> who, who, and it, I, I think that shame and guilt um, suppress telepathy because we don't want to share certain. If we don't want to share certain things, we're like holding in the energy, and people can't really, they can't hear what you're holding in but they can feel that there's a block They're, they can feel your there's something you're not sharing you know there, there's some there's something there and then if but if you step into a mode where you're just sharing your desires and your wants and 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 like what you like and all this different stuff just freely and openly knowing that the person can accept not accept like it's it's all open and out there there's something magical that comes when, when openness is shared.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so magical. And, and I think for each individual, it's a process of like getting to that, that openness and it might be first by like being so transparent about everything that you speak to everything. And then what I found, there's this process of, you know, disidentifying with some of your thoughts. So then you start to speak to like your deeper soul truths just for, just instead of speaking to like anything that passes through, but the, the deeper soul truths are usually the ones that like, there's that block there anyway, cause they're, they're, they're ready to move through and be expressed. And, um, it's such a beautiful, because we're all connected. And so to actually share what's true and we've all made mistakes and we've all grown and we've all, you know, and, but there is no, when you start to see reality is there is no like right or wrong and everything is growth, then even your past can become that. So there's no need to hold shame over your past. Like, who are you now? And how are you moving forward? That's, you know, that's ultimately what matters.
0: So true. Yeah, I wish everyone could just collectively release all the shame from their past.
1: Yeah.
0: It'd be so nice. Just right. All in one go. All in one nice deep breath.
1: Right. Let's <laughs> just release all the shame <laughs>
0: and guilt from the past. Everything's okay. It's all about who you are now.
1: Yeah, and, and the lessons and the growth that you got and. Because once you've created new patterns and new operating systems, then there's no need to hold on to that stuff. I think like guilt's original intent is to like learn the lesson and shift away, but then beyond that, like let it go.
0: Yep. You know? Let it go and evolve. Yeah. And become telepathic.
1: Right. Telepathic dancers. Here we go.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so is there anything else that you'd like to share anything anything that is coming up for you that, that the audience who's listening might be interested in knowing
1: hmm, let's see
0: i know it's a very open-ended question
1: it is open-ended um hmm. you feel if, if anything wants to drop in that i'm hearing is is remembrance and you know the opportunity in this time and in this space to to remember and feel into what that means for you but there's a great remembrance happening and as you connect and you remember deeply you will see and be able to see more clearly that which is actually true and aligned to who you are and be gentle with yourself and with your being and with the process. You know, it can be graceful even in the challenges. And so simply to remember and to find that place of of center and stillness to move through any challenges and to make choices from that space is a way that will be very supportive through this time and through your life. Yeah.
0: Wisdom from Lizzie Locke.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. That, that, that brings up a lot for me, a remembrance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's like, I, I feel like, uh, the, the, my true self, my true essence is what's coming up is what's shining. Mm. And I feel as though that hit many people as well in their heart for what I feel is reconnecting with our true selves, Mm -hmm. our purpose, or the reason why we are floating on this little planet in the middle of space. Mm -hmm. Where can people find you on the internet?
1: Yeah. So my website is LizzyLock.com. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at, at um so you can, can you find it? it's l i z z i e and then l o c h so lizzie lock l i z z i e l o c h uh dot com and on my website there's actually like a form uh to contact me and um right now there's there's opportunity for for free consultation calls that 's probably going to go away soon but if you catch it in time you're welcome to schedule a free consultation call with me and um Instagram, yeah. Feel free to follow me there. I, I share a little bit on social media and starting to get more into that realm, gradually, organically. So yeah, Sweet. and tele- telepathically. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed.
0: <laughs> well, this has been this has been such a pleasure, such a gift to uh, be able to share this time with you. Mm. And I greatly appreciate your presence on this planet, the light that you shine and share, and I'm just happy that you're here.
1: Mm, thank you, thank you for having me. It's it's uh, such an honor to connect with you and and share with you, and the the presence that that you hold, um, and the pillar that you hold that I've just always seen and and appreciated from you know doing that live experience in LA and your presence at the back of the room was just like, <sighs> like such a, such a light pillar um, that I just, you know, deeply, deeply appreciate you and, and see you. So thank you for holding this space and creating this space and, you know, communicating with all the wonderful humans that you do.
0: Mm, thank you. Thank mm. you. I, I love doing it. It's so much fun to connect with wonderful humans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and here we are <laughs> well lizzie thank you so much and for everyone listening check out lizzie's social media and uh, i highly suggest doing some sort of session with her even if it's even if it's just uh through um integrating what she offers on social media um lizzie comes from an amazing place and a very pure place it feels very crystalline Um, so thank you so much for being on this show lizzie
1: you're welcome and thank you everyone for for listening have a beautiful day